Select the mask agents best suited for this mission. Jason G, DJ, movie writer, 80s guru, vehicle code name, Frontier. Wyatt B, sound engineer, movie writer, airman, vehicle code name, Dakota. Personnel approved. Assemble Mobile Armored Strike Command. Welcome, MassCast listeners, to episode number nine. This is Jason, and I wanted to record a little message before we get into the podcast. Wyatt and I recently got to record a special edition with Bill Ferris, the creator of MattTracker.com. We got to talk to him for a little while about the website and mask in general, and we just want to say thank you to him for his time. We endured some technical issues, mainly on our end. Luckily, his part of the podcast was not affected, so we'll apologize for that, and thank you for tuning in, and enjoy MassCast number nine. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of our MassCast. I'm Jason, and as always, I'm joined with Wyatt. I'm over here. And tonight, we've got a special guest. Mr. Bill Ferris with MattTracker.com. How you doing, Bill? Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm, do- I'm doing well. Good to have you on the show. We've been uh, trying to hook up with him. Uh, I get, well, we initially contacted him about three months ago, and uh, finally now I've got him on the line to, to talk some masks and talk about MattTracker.com. Uh, before, before we get into it, actually, I just want to say that, you know, as... As a fan, you know, as much of a fan as I am of the series and everything like that, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, and I just really hope that you know you guys can get it going. And uh, you know, I, I look forward to seeing a mask movie out there soon, and I know a lot of other people do too. So, you know, I know you guys got a lot of fan support, and hopefully it keeps going. All right, thank you. Yeah, we're open to keep it going as well. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, I think you've been doing this longer than we have, really. Uh, uh, 2001, yeah. So. 2001 was when it came online? It's been a while, yeah. It's been, uh, wow, 2012. That's a long time. <laughs> I'm old now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so are we. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of years, yeah. So, yeah, it's, so how did you uh, get into masking, uh, I guess, when you were younger, and how did you build the... Well, the, uh, uh, I, I guess I, I guess like uh, most of us, uh, I'm 30 now. I just turned 30 the other day, and that um, seems like an eternity now. But uh, when I was younger, uh, I remember I still have pictures. Actually, um, I keep trying to get my my parents to find them of me in a mask T-shirt, opening up my first Thunderhawk at Christmas, and I think I was maybe about four or five. And I had I had most of the first and second series. I do remember that, but. Uh, I destroyed all of my toys when I was younger, so <laughs> it's a uh, it's a real shame. Um, it's uh, and it's not just mask either. I mean, if you guys have seen the pictures of my office and you know, they're available on the on my Facebook page for MattTracker.com, but I, I still have a lot of my old toys. But mask I was particularly hard on because they were always my favorite. And as a you know a five to ten year old, I guess uh, at the time. Uh, yeah, I had some wars with those things, and uh, I'm sure they fell down the stairs a couple times and things like that. But 
it, it's kind of funny because around the time when uh, the site came online, around like 2001, I was I was starting to be intrigued with computers, and I guess that's where I started my uh, my IT path. Um, I'm an IT professional right now, and I, I wanted to build a website. Like I remember, I think I had a Packard Bell computer, and you know they're you know 10 years extinct, and uh, I was just intrigued by it, and I, I wanted to build a website. It just looked so interesting and so you know like cool to do, and. I didn't have any uh, inspiration, I guess, for it. And there, there was a couple of things I could have done, but I just had nothing I thought of that would be, you know, that I, I would really want to put the time and effort into. And just one random day, I was I was cleaning up my room. And I guess maybe there was that one time out of the last 10 years I cleaned my room up. And, uh, you know, I, I came across something wedged in the floor, and it was Matt Tracker, the, the, the figure. Of course, his mask wasn't there, and he was a little little yellowed and dirty, but I was like, mask, you know, I was like, I remember this. And it just like sparked everything back. Like it just all came flooding back. All those, all those years of abuse <laughs> that I gave all those toys and um, just, to, you know, remembering how, how they transformed and remembering the cartoon and it, you know, it was just, it's just awesome. So I first, um, before I started like digging around on the internet, I, I tried to find the, any, any other mass toys that I might have had, and uh, unfortunately, all that really survived was uh, it was a jackhammer, which was actually in pretty good shape, and uh, I had a bulldog left. That was I think that was the only racing series figure, uh, toy set that I had when I was a kid, but it was missing like 50 parts, so it was basically just a, a shell. And I had a couple of loose figures. I didn't remember anything about the specifics of everything. So like at the time, I was a novice to recollecting and unfortunately at that time of 2001 there wasn't that much out there on the internet about it um i remember i'm pretty sure it was albert uh Pinello, i believe that's how you pronounce his name his website's still yes. going, his, his website's still going strong too i believe his was like i found that after digging for a little bit and i was like this is everything i had like, oh i didn't have that i really i wish i had that why didn't my parents give me that one you know and uh so just looking at all that, you know, I was like, I want to build a website about masks. Because I think at the time there was one, maybe two. I think there was like an obscure message board or like a something like that around, but it wasn't really being used. And yeah, it was just more like, like web pages. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't, um, I don't remember what it was called, um, but it wasn't, wasn't really put together um, as, you know, what it, what it would be. So that's kind of where it all started back for me, and that's I guess I guess you can say that's where I started recollecting too. Uh, it started with me finding Matt Tracker, and you know, kind of going from there. So that's kind of where all the madness started coming back, I guess. How long did it take you to build the first version or first edition of MattTracker.com, Bill? Well, um, it didn't start out as MattTracker.com. It started out as the mask domain of Matt Tracker, and I, I don't really know where I came up with the name, to be honest. I was trying to think of something to tie in with the Internet, I guess, and, you know, domain, Internet, stuff, you know, something like that. And uh, the name, it, it was too odd, I guess, at, toward, you know, toward the later part. Of, I, I think I changed the name maybe in, like, 2006 or seven, I think. 
um, since this matchtracker.com, it was easier to find, and it was you know everybody remembered Match Tracker, and you know, now what's all this other stuff? Uh, so I just right. took that out. But I know that the first one I did, it was basically my learning tool, um, where it was uh, it was basic HTML. I think I did all the images in like Paint, you know, Microsoft Paint, and uh, um, it was kind of this. Uh, it was it was just a, a learning experience, I guess, and. I know it wasn't good. I kind of wish I had some screenshots of my uh, my early sites just be, like over the years as it progressed, um, just to show the level of uh, level of change with it. And uh, I want to say that the first one probably took about between trying to find information, which was impossible. Um, a lot of my pictures I think I got from eBay, which you know, was probably frowned upon. But uh, I didn't want to take them from Albert and. Right. Um, you know, uh, or the other images that I found just on like Google or something like that. Um, but a lot, I know the early one didn't have a lot of pictures because it was just so hard to find and um, there wasn't a lot of connectivity with, you know, with the message board today and with Facebook and, you know, everything like that. It was a little, you know, a little harder in 2001, which is hard to believe. It was only that, it was, you know, that short time ago where it wasn't as easy to, you know, collaborate. Uh, but I want to say it maybe took about five or six months um with building the website and learning some of the basic elements of HTML and CSS and things like that. And, um, and then trying to track down the information. So it was about, you know, about six months or so. Um, and you just recently went through a retooling really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Retooling. Um, it, I'm, I'm never satisfied with the website. Uh, I will admit that I'll, I'll have an idea in mind and, I'll build it. It'll take a little bit of time, a couple, you know, a couple months maybe to get through whatever I'm doing, because it's, you know, let's face it, this is a, it's not my, it's not my full-time job, and I wish it was just to run one website, but it's not. Um, uh, so it takes a little bit of time to put these together, and when I get, I get one done, and I look at it, and I'm like, this is great, and then I'm like, oh, I want to change it again. <laughs> so that's a, maybe it's a little bit of a curse. Um, but uh, yeah, I just uh, actually just migrated my entire server over to another web host. Um, I was with one provider for a long time and we had tremendous uptime and never any problems. And then all of a sudden their servers blew up and they had no backups of everything. So I, uh, my message board members lost like months of data and they were supposed to be the ones that were backing up the data. Um, they, they kind of screwed me over with that. So now I moved over and now I'm running backups. Um, you know, by, on my own, like once every week or two weeks, uh, just to try to keep up with it. I would do it every day, but um, it's not, you know, if uh, if somebody loses maybe a day, it, it still stinks, but I want to try to keep it as fresh as possible. Same thing with the um, the front end now. I'm working with uh, WordPress. Um, I wanted to switch over to that to make it a little more, a little more, I guess, bloggish looking. Uh, I think you guys, are you guys using WordPress for your website? I believe you are. Or are you, We're using uh, Blogger. Okay, Blogger. Okay, so it's probably close it's, enough. I, yeah, it's probably pretty, pretty similar. Um, I, what I want to do is tie WordPress to the message board to my Facebook page, and um, I, there's got to be a way to do it. I just got to figure it out. Um, I'm sure there is. We've we've been able to do it with Blogger for okay. our website, so it's not difficult. Uh, we're just not familiar with WordPress. Yeah, I want to. I want to like post to WordPress. I can, I can do that right from my cell phone, and 
I wanted to then, oh, you know, there's a new post, let's put it up on the message board. And then, um, you know, I try to reach as broad an audience as I can and then uh, have it up on the Facebook page too. So that would, you know, that would be ideal, uh, which is something I, I, tend, I intend to work on in the near future. So, Well, the site is just really user-friendly. Um, you've got a lot of great stuff on here, and it just seems like it's all there in one place now. Because like you said, you know, when we were doing our research, we were using uh, you, we were using Albert Neo, um, and just random kind of mask pages out there. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you've got the toys there. You've got your own little price guide. You got yeah. media. You got information on the cartoon. I mean, it's just all there. And just to the, the price guide, real quick. It's not. It's not a hard price list. I get emails about that a lot. Um, it's it's kind of like an estimation. I have that on the website too, and but I still get asked that. They're like, "Where are you getting your your numbers from?" Well, it's from a couple of random magazine, you know, price guides, and then. I, when I'm looking at eBay, and I, I know which ones are hard to find, so naturally, Condor is going to be worth a little bit less than Skybolt, you know. So you know, it's right. it, it's just the way it is. Uh, but yeah, it's not a hard price list. It's just more of a, it's more of just a tool for everybody to use. Uh, so you, they kind of know what they're sure what they're getting into. Um, but yeah, it's th- I just wanted to mention that real quick. So yeah, yeah. I like uh, referenced it when I'm going on eBay to look for a certain you know one to add to my collection or something but it's a good reference okay. point to okay. for uh, anybody to use so I can be a witness to that and it's weird too because I, I can't find toy price guides I, I, I mean there's one um, there used to be one um, that I used to use but the last time I bought an edition of that was uh, 05 or 06 whatever one I have I have the one that had that like color spread of like the mass series um I can't remember what it is. I might have, I don't know what it was called, but there's like a, you know, it had like a price guide and a full page. Like it was like a whole dedication to mask. Um, I'm not sure somebody would know it if they're listening or I can figure it out later on for you guys too. Um, you can catch, catch them on like eBay sometimes randomly they pop up. So it's a pretty cool little feature that has all the, all the toys and, and a nice little layout. So it's pretty, pretty cool. One of the interesting things about your website, especially about Mask, and I know a lot of Mask fans are really interested, how did you get the interviews for the voice actors for the, from the original series? Oh, I can't, I can't reveal that. Um, uh, but I will say that some of them, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you one. I, I don't want to really spread it around um, without talking to them first about that. Right. Um, hope you understand that. Um, but... Uh, Lance Anderson, um, he was um, he was one of the he, he was one of the creators of the mask logo, and uh, he he stumbled upon my website one day and sent me a bunch of like information just out of the blue. It was amazing, and um, you know eventually we you know had a lot of email correspondence back and forth, and then I was like, how about I interview him? Because he knows a lot about masks. And that's kind of where the first one came from, and he was willing to do it, uh, no questions asked, and um, really peppered him with some good questions. And he uh, had, had a ton of insight into uh, the toys um, because that's, that was, you know, the avenue that he was with. Um, you know, he worked on all the box art. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of concept art too up on the website uh, from that was from Lance. Uh, you can see some of the original mask logo designs and. Uh, things like that, like it was like Mask Force, it was called originally, um, which you know 
I don't think it would have had the same same appeal because uh, it looked like uh, it looked like Robin a little bit in some of the pictures. Uh, looked like Robin, uh, you know, with a little mask on there and uh, <laughs> and you know stuff like that. So and plus, I don't think those masks really had too many superpowers. You know, it's like a, it wasn't really it wasn't really mask yet. So, uh, but yeah, like he he just reached out and then uh, after that, I was like, I wonder. I wonder if the rest of the cast is still like in the business. I wonder if they're still doing, you know, interviews or if they're still doing work. And um, it, it, the next person I tried to contact was S.S. Um, Wilson, and uh, he he got back to me like uh, I, I I emailed him at an I, I got to him like at an old email address, and it just so happens that like he he opened it up like two years later. <laughs> And um, I think that was I'm trying to wow. I'm trying to remember the hierarchy of the um, the interviews that I had, but I know he was one of the earlier ones. And uh, he's like, "Hey, Bill, I just got your email." And uh, uh, yeah, I would love to do an interview. So I was like, "That's great." And then after that, um, somebody uh, I think I got uh, Gina Bacar, uh, which she has her own website. Which you you know she uh, she's a novelist right now, and mm-hmm. um, you can you can check her work out. And she's she's uh, she's always willing to you know chat mask uh, she's she's very nice and uh, very helpful and same thing with um and then uh, mel gilden has a website as well and uh, you can see his work there and what he's working on but uh they, they you know they, they both wrote for the series and uh they each had a couple episodes and um, they were the next ones so it was, it was nice to have uh the writer's point of view and then um after that uh it was brendan uh brendan uh, brendan thick uh, who played Scott Tracker, uh, you know, son of Alan Thicke. And um, it was kind of interesting because I don't, I don't know why. I, I guess because, I guess because I knew Alan Thicke was still a name, like, you know, while he probably wasn't in you know, a lot of movies and TV shows at the time, I knew he was probably, you know, he was still popular to, you know, you know, in the, in the, in the mainstream media. So I, I reached out to his publicist so I was like, uh, actually, this is not for Alan Thick. I'm trying to reach his son, who played a, you know, a, a, a character on a <laughs> television show. If there's any way you could put me in touch with him, that'd be great. I just want to do an interview for my website, and you know, that was how I got in touch with with uh, with Brennan, and um, he was very nice. And unfortunately, he he didn't recall a lot because you know he was he was, he was really young when he worked on the series. Um, but you know, anything he could tell me, he he definitely was able to, you know, get that information across. And, and after um, after Brennan, uh, then I, you know, my, my big score, and actually there's an interview up for me um, on my website. I was like, I really wish I could get in touch with the voice actors. Um, uh, you know, Doug Stone, who you know played Matt Tracker and some of the other characters. I was like, I would love to have that interview. And... Um, you know, a year a year later, I was able to track down Doug and uh, Sharon and 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 Brendan McCain, who um, you know played Miles Mayhem and Alex Sector, and it kind of just trickled after that. And all everybody in there and um, who worked on the show and was able to, you know, nobody nobody here said no, we're not going to do it. They were all, you know, really nice, and they were surprised um, that there was still a following It's like, you know, they worked on the show. What year is it now? It's 2012. They worked on the show in 1985. 
it's a long time ago, you know, especially for the, you know, their careers. Some of them are still working in the business and they're like, wow, I can't believe this is still as big as it, it was, you know, and it's, it's, just, it, it was, it was nice to hear that from them, um, that work like my website and what you guys are doing, you know, is, is appreciated. Just not, it's not just the fans, like, you know, they appreciate it too. They appreciate the fact that what they did means that much to, you know, us and, and to others. So it's, you know, it, it's really gratifying, uh, the interviews, um, you know, they were, you know, definitely what I think, um, I think it's what separates my website from the other ones. And, yes, um, uh, it's, it, it really makes it stand out. Um, so I'm very, very grateful for everybody that's done one so far. Maybe I'll have to do one with you guys too. Uh, <laughs> I don't do anything with the fancy phone stuff though. I'm just strictly, uh, strictly, um, you know, I'll send you a word document and you, you know, fill it out in your own time. So, <laughs> well, they're a fun read. Uh, <clears throat> You know, if this bar script gets picked up, then maybe we'll fill one out for you. <laughs> we've got, we've got a, our first podcast we did was basically just kind of a meet the writers podcast. And, yeah, uh, that's you guys, I like your podcasts there. a lot. They're, uh, I, I, I listen to um, a couple of them, and I you know, appreciate the little little shout out you guys gave you know to the website too. So uh, very nice of you guys. Sure, appreciate it. Um, I've actually read uh, your little interview there, and I know you say, I think towards the end, that if you hit the lottery, you would pull together your, your funds for a mask movie. Um, <laughs> what what do you envision? I mean, I know you've kind of listened to us some, but um, you know, how do you feel about turning mask into a, a live-action movie? Well, it, it's, it would be great. You know, it, it. There's so much you can do with it, and you know, it's just it's a bunch of a bunch of crime fighters stopping, you know, bad guys with masks that shoot stuff out of them and cars that transform. What's not to love about that? And in and in on the big screen, I mean, even I would take anything at the point, to be honest. But a movie, um, it would just be amazing to see on the on the big screen. You have a. Uh, a really bad G.I. Joe movie that came out a couple years ago. Um, you, have, uh, so you have three, you know, one decent Transformers movie and two bad ones. Uh, you know, the, the 80s are still alive, and uh, I hear rumors about Voltron maybe coming out. Um, they made that He-Man movie, you know, with <laughs> with Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Forever ago, yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, Mask has such a huge potential for a blockbuster, I think. And not only with just the, you know, the, the diehard fans of it, which are still a lot of them, not just, you know, in the United States over, you know, over in Germany and, uh, and the UK and uh, it's huge over there still. And I kind of wish, uh, I kind of wish I, I, maybe I'll build my website into a, some bilingual, you know, stuff just to, help them out because there was a, there was a good website, but it shut down uh, all about mask. It was uh, primarily German. Um, so, you know, we were teamed up with them for a little bit, but they kind of, um, you know, went away. So, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, the movie though, it, it, I mean, just imagine, imagine, imagine a scene with Thunderhawk, you know, uh, just, you know, flying across the screen, it, it, even if it's CGI, you know, 
it's going to be great, you know, chasing after Switchblade and imagine that. Imagine, oh God. <laughs> yeah, just imagine it. It'd yeah. just be amazing, and that's and that's why I appreciate what you guys are trying to do because I know that a lot of people have tried to put scripts together, but nobody's following through on it. You know, you guys are you guys are trying. You guys are you guys are out there. You, you know, you guys put the time in, and you're you're investing your time and your money and your you know probably your sanity too. You know, trying to get this thing going, <laughs> and it, it would just be amazing. And uh, like I said, uh. You know, if you if you need any extras, please please cast me in there. Is uh, <laughs> any, anything really? You know, um, I would. I have a wide range, so anything you need. Well, it sounds like you just pitched the movie for us. <laughs> um, you hear that, Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've dreamed many a times of finding a 1985 Iraq Camaro and putting gullwing doors on it and driving around town. You know, <sighs> and. Uh, Driving up to the movie premiere, you know, having whoever's going to be the star, right? Uh, you know, get out of that thing. I mean, it would just be, it'd be a dream come true for both of us. It would. But, you know, whether it's our script, I and mean, we've said this from the beginning, whether it's our script or somebody else's script, um, you know, we're mainly doing what we do to raise awareness about it and to just kind of keep it alive. And, uh, you know, whether it's our script that gets picked up or, Somebody picks it up and hacks it up and writes their own script, you know. Sure. It'd be nice to get it back, whether it's live action or, you know, like you said, um, we'd take anything at this point. Um, you know, the Hub has put out, a, what is it, Transformers Prime and um, G.I. Yeah. Joe Renegades, I think. Kind of rebooted both of those. Mm -hmm. So it'd be fun to do a reboot. Uh, yeah, I definitely would. Um, just because the cartoons today are terrible. So, yes, they are. Uh, uh, Very much, true. There's too much Japanese anime out there. So. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that. Just to get, you know, hopefully, hopefully I don't uh, offend a lot of people. But uh, growing up in the '80s, uh, it, you know, you have Voltron, but that was the closest I ever got to anime. I think. So. Same so, here. I just never, never got into it. Uh, so don't take, don't take that to heart, anybody. <laughs> Well, did you want to uh, say any more about the site? You got anything new coming up, or? Well, um, let's see, I like I said, I want to try to you know tie it together more, uh, so it's a little more Facebook and uh, maybe I'll get into Twitter a little bit too. But I just want everything to like post at once, and I am in the process of uh, redoing the toy section again. Like I said, I'm never never satisfied with it, and. Uh, after the migration from my old server, I uh, noticed some holes in it, and I just want to want to fill them. I, I want to make it a little more a little more intuitive, and I eventually want to try to get some episodes up here. But I'm a little wary about that. Uh, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Um, you know, link into like YouTube or something like that. Uh, I just don't. You know, it's all strictly for fans, and I don't want to. I don't want to cross any. Any any boundaries because you know with the with the DVD sets coming out from um, Shout Factory, Factory and uh, there was one uh, Madman Entertainment um, you know I I don't want to you know do anything like that so I, but you know you can always find them on YouTube I know they're just you know pieced together episodes on there just if you ever want to get nostalgic value you know jump over there so yeah but, that's what we've been doing with our weekly episodes just embedding a YouTube episode up there. And I, I just completed um, a figure list, too. 
since uh, my collection is primarily figures, uh, worked with one of our me uh, message board members, uh, Kay Mills. He uh, combined our list together. Uh, he's a uh, he's pretty heavy into collecting as well. Uh, he's a he's a good guy to talk to on the board if you ever have a question about you know mask related items. So um, you know he's always uh, he's always he's always good to talk to. Uh, so but we put our list together and it's pretty massive. I didn't realize there were that many Matt Tracker figures combining all the, the horrible Argentina figures. Um, but yeah, it seems like there's about a dozen of them. Yeah. They're all pretty, pretty bad too. <laughs> the website, the website, uh, it's always interchanging, but I do want to mention, um, the, the person who helped me create the logo, um, the, the you know, all the Matt Trackers kind of standing there in the justice league pose. Um, Alan Greenwood, he, um, he's a mass collector, and he's also a graphic artist. He was on the board, and I know that he was a graphic artist. I reached out to him, and I was like, you know, I'm trying to trying to accomplish this. And I do have some graphic artist background, but not to that detail. And it would have taken me, I don't know, months to, to do that. Uh, Alan got it in, like, two weeks, uh, three weeks, and the logo was done. And I was like, that's amazing. You know, I was like, I want... This MattTracker.com. I want, I want all the you know the, the primary figures standing there like Justice League. And it just looks so awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just all in there, and he did a great job on that. And I just wanted to make sure he was he mentioned there because that's definitely you know the, the trademark there. You, know, you come there and you see yeah. those Matt Tracker figures there. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I mentioned mentioned his work. And, uh, he, 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 he did a great job. It's it's very nice. His website's on my page. Uh, it's on that link section, so you can check it out if you want. If you guys ever want to, or any of the fans want to check out his website. Just for everybody that's listening that have not been to matttracker.com, we definitely invite, encourage as fans to go there. It's uh, matt-tracker.com, and then he's also got a Facebook page that you can like, and uh, he posts some news and things going on with the website there. So. Everybody go over there and, and check both of those out and check the message board out. Very good stuff there, and it's fun to kind of get amongst uh, hundreds, it seems like, of mass fans that are tied with that message board, too. Yeah, there's a lot of active. I mean, there's a lot of members, but with any message board, you get a couple people to sign up, and then they, you know, they kind of fizzle out, which happens, but uh, there's definitely a lot of active members on that. They're always posting news and Stuff that I don't know about that other people know about they're posting so it's, it's great that you know, we have that tie-in um, you know it, it's really it's really cool to have that grow as much as you did too we really appreciate your time sitting down with us to about mask your website you really appreciate it and we want to encourage people once again to stop by his website matt-tracker.com and that'll wrap it up for Jason and I and Bill this has been Masscast. Mass.